This is a Federal News Network podcast. The Defense Health Agency is supposed to take over the medical treatment facilities from the military services. That'll take two years. Then it will have a big, deep hole to dig out of. A recent Defense Department Inspector General report found a nearly $15 billion backlog in maintenance and modernization throughout the 576 hospitals and clinics. Federal News Network's Scott Massioni joins me with more. And did this come up as kind of a surprise? How do we get to this point, Scott? I think the number is a little bit of a surprise, but the actual theory of it maybe isn't a surprise. Uh, The Defense Department for quite a while now has been neglecting the maintenance, the budget really for a lot of the military. Uh, We've seen hangars that have been in decrepit repair and uh, you know, barracks. And obviously you've heard about uh, military housing as well. Now that has to do with privatization, but there's also some public housing as well. That's not in the best shape. So as all these things are happening, you know, money's been going more into procurement into some, at some points research, but also into operations and uh, not really into maintenance. Well, yes, it's expensive to keep up with standard state-of-the-art situations in hospitals. What kinds of things are they delaying then? Right. Well, the Defense Department Inspector General found that there were $14.6 billion in maintenance and modernization. That, that's part of the backlog. Um, and, and that's a lot of, of uh, different work orders, as you can imagine. Now, how they, they kind of came to this was they went through some of the databases that uh, they put these kind of work orders into. But what the Defense Department IG did was went to six bases as sort of a sample size and found that there were 760 unfunded requirements costing about $552 million. Now, those requirements were to fix safety deficiencies for unsafe working environments, for building code failures, and pretty much everything else that you can possibly think of. You know, one example that they found that was really something that could cause death or major injury was that in Fort Riley in Kansas, there's an outstanding ticket to move an emergency oxygen shutoff valve, and that's going to cost about $20,000. The reason that that oxygen valve needs to be moved is because it's 15 feet in the air. Now, I don't know what kind of person they expected could reach that, but, uh, you know, you kind of need a staircase if you need to turn off the uh, oxygen in case of a fire. And meantime, no smoking under it either. Exactly. So just just to mention another thing, so there are a lot of safety issues, but there's also mission critical issues as well. So uh, money for things like changing administrative offices into pain management Uh, areas so they can treat more patients and bring in more doctors. Uh, That's something that's been put off and and, uh, really could help the hospitals fulfill their missions and help more people. We're speaking with Federal News Network's Scott Massioni. So they're tracking all of this. This is being done by the Defense Health Agency or just the IG? This has been done by the IG, but it's also been done by the military services. And part of that is it becomes a sort of disaggregated sort of issue. There are two systems that they've been using to kind of report these issues. Uh, but what they've found is that what the DODIG found is that the reporting systems don't really match up with the physical inspections. Not all the hospitals have access to both the databases and the coding within those uh, databases aren't always accurate. So it might say, you know, this is a immediate issue when really it's just, uh, you know, replacing a tile on the bathroom floor. And then, you know, something like this oxygen issue might only be a a three on a scale of five. So, you know, you're not really getting the full picture, which can bring a lot more issues into the prioritization of these these fixes and, and things like that. And just back up for a moment, remind us why the military is doing this. They're consolidating all of the armed services, healthcare facilities under the DHA. 
That's right. So Congress created the DHA as a centralized agency to oversee all of the Defense Department's medical issues. Before that, and currently, at least part of it is under the military services. They're all in charge of their own hospitals. DOD thought this would be a way that it could save money. It could kind of federalize the system and make it so that there's standards throughout the nation and out throughout the world. Uh, since then, DOD has been sort of right-sizing its military treatment facility uh, marketplaces. Right now, it's found that it, it can create 21 marketplaces throughout the United States, and they would be revolve around these larger hospitals, and then all the other clinics would be within, within that. Part of the right-sizing, though, also includes getting rid of some clinics that aren't being used or utilized a lot, and taking the retirees and military dependents that are within those areas and putting them on... Uh, private uh, health care. So they would use TRICARE, but then go to private clinics. Uh, that could, could, could affect up to 200,000 people. So it's something that uh, people are a little concerned about. So we're talking about not just the direct military members' medical treatment facilities, but facilities that treat everyone on TRICARE, basically. Exactly. And, and that's a lot of people. Got it. And uh, what is Congress's view now that they have made this the law of the land they must be aware of this terrible shortfall in maintenance of all of these facilities. What's going on with respect to Capitol Hill? Right. Well, you know, with Congress, there's always a lot of back and forth. And even though they mandated this, they're sort of trying to pull pull it back and push things down the road a little bit more. Um, in an internal Army memo that uh, Federal News Network obtained earlier this year, uh, the Army Secretary Ryan McCarthy said that he was concerned about the lack of performance and planning that DHA and the Defense Department Health Affairs had done in respect to the military uh, treatment facility transition. So they wanted to slow that back down, and Congress has actually been listening. In the 2021 version of the House Defense Authorization Bill, it pushes back this transition another year to 2023, and it asks the Defense Department really for another implementation plan. One of the things that a committee aide said was that on a bipartisan basis, there was a lot of concern over the rigor of the analysis that DOD's done to make the justification for downscoping those treatment facilities that I told you about earlier that would cause a lot of family members to go to, to private clinics. And what about the Defense Health Agency itself? Does it have its own facilities, its own hospitals and clinics that are not part of what's coming over from the armed services? Not really. It's pretty much they're, they're taking them over from the military services. The Defense Health Agency didn't really exist before this. Now, some uh, areas have already transitioned. The Air Force, most of their military treatment facilities have already gone to the Defense Health Agency. Uh, however, Thomas McCafferty, who's the Assistant Defense Secretary for Health Affairs, said DOD is going to be pushing forward on its plan to right-size these treatment facilities and it's going to start that work by September. So this NDAA is really going to change uh, you know, their plans if it happens to go through and push things back by another year. Yeah, the question is, will the military services feel that they have to pay for the repairs before transferring it? Or will somehow DHA be able to get an appropriation from Congress to start on these capital projects itself? I guess that seems to be the tough question. Yeah, and I think most of this is going to be falling under the DHA. I mean, the amount of work that needs to be done, considering the amount of time that the military services will still have control over the hospitals, it, it's going to be this centralized agency. And, and that's just something they're going to have to grapple with, along with a lot of other new uh, challenges that come with taking over all the, the hospitals. And in your understanding of what's going on with the NDAA and maybe even with the appropriators with 
respect to DOD? Is there an appetite or is there anything in there that would start giving them a few billion each year so they could start so that DHA could start getting after this backlog? Not really. Uh, if anything, it looks like they want to take more away. And it's doubtful that the Defense Department's really going to be programming a lot of money toward things like that. You know, they're, they're focused mostly on China and Russia and near-peer competitions. So uh, fixing old buildings is not exactly high on their list compared to hypersonics and AI. Well, of course, if it means keeping the troops in shape, you would think that's kind of a high priority. Right. That's a readiness issue. Federal News Network, Scott Mossioni. Thanks so much. Thank you. Check out his story at federalnewsnetwork.com. Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffel Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus, and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit LiveXLive.com slash podcast one to learn more and start your free trial.